Hi everyone, and welcome to the Wine Shop Talk. I'm your host, sommelier Aaron Nozar, and if we haven't met before, it's lovely to have you here. If we have, welcome back. Now today is an exciting day as not only are you going to be able to listen to this podcast, you're also going to be able to hang out with me on YouTube. So if you'd prefer to watch on YouTube, head over to Wine Girl Academy on YouTube and you're going to be able to find all the episodes going forward on both formats. So we are very excited to be doing our YouTube launch here this week. Now, now the clock is just past midnight and we are now in 2022. So brand new year to celebrate and get excited about. And so what I have for you in today's episode are some tips on how you can use January. And if you are participating in dry January, I have tips about how you can use the time to embrace the break and become a better taster and also set some intentions about what you want to learn and how you want to embrace your wine education for the new year. If you're ready, let's get started and dive into today's episode. Now, if you're like many people, January is a time where you embrace the time to reset things after having a wonderful holiday season where maybe there is a bit more sugar and sweets and treats and all kinds of fun things that you consumed during the month of December. And so January is that time where you kind of reset what makes me feel good, how can I look after myself the best? And many people use the month of January to take a break from their favorite wines, beers, spirits, and cocktails and reset. So what I have for you today are some tips and a bit of a checklist about how you can use this time to get excited about learning new things in the new year and also just to embrace the time to reset your palate and get excited about this brand new year and all of the opportunities that it has in store. My first tip for you is going to be to embrace the break. So if you have decided that you're going to embrace the dry January challenge, then you are going to really give yourself an opportunity to take a break, reset your palate. It's also a wonderful opportunity to break out of a bit of a wine rut. You probably have your favorites. We know that most people stay with the same six bottles or six styles of wine for most of their life. So you're going to go back to those wines. You probably have a red wine you like, a white wine you like, a sparkling, and then you have a fancy wine, and then you have a really fancy wine. And so you can see how you have this collection of your standard everyday wines, if you will, this collection, your core group. And so it's a great time during dry January to just reset the stage, take a look at the wines you have been enjoying and start thinking about how can you break out of this rut? Because we know we have thousands of different styles to try. And so to just stay with the same wines all the time, you want to keep your favorites, but let's explore others. So first tip of dry January is use it to reset, break out of the wine rut and embrace the break so that your palate also gets a break. Like anything, sometimes when you come back to something after you've been away from it, you have a new appreciation. So we're going to use this time to reset that. The second one is take an inventory of what you have. So often we are shopping, we go out, we pick up more bottles, we get bottles gifted to us. You may have had some bottles given as gifts through the holidays. And so take an inventory of what you actually have in stock in your house. If you're like me, and I am definitely guilty of this, when you move houses, if you have done a move, you box everything up and then you unpack it. You don't really always go through everything. And so this is a great time to take a look, make a list, write down everything you have, your whites, your reds. If you're wondering about a certain wine, it's a great time to 
use your friend Google and look up that wine, find out a bit about the palate profile you can experience with it. And maybe you may have some wines that are getting close to their best personality in that the vintage of the wine may be in a time period that you need to drink this sooner than later to experience that wine at its best health. So it's a great time to do an inventory and make a list of what you have, but also take a look at some of the profiles. If it is a wine you've never had before that someone has given you as a gift, it's a wonderful opportunity, like I said, to make a list, use an app, you can write it on paper, whatever works for you, but start to take a record of what you have. My third tip is get cleaning. Great opportunity to take out everything from the cupboard in regards to your glassware, your decanters, any wine service tools such as corkscrews, and give everything a good wash. Because a lot of times we use the same glasses over and over, we're always using those glasses from the front of the line, and the glasses in the back never get washed and they end up building up a layer of dust on them. And if they are in a kitchen, if they're exposed, they're gonna pick up different oils and things like that in the air, and then the dust is gonna go on top. So wonderful chance to just give everything a clean and a polish, put everything back. It's a great opportunity as well to check for any chips or cracks. Or maybe some have been broken through the year, so you don't have as many glasses as you thought you had. And make a list of what you would like, what you have, but definitely give everything a good polish so that you can start off well. And let's face it, you can drink lovely juice or sodas, whatever you're enjoying during the month of January in a beautiful glass as well. Sometimes we keep those fancy glasses only for special occasions. And a Tuesday can be a great day to use a very special glass. So just maybe they can be part of celebrating just January as a whole. So, but give everything a great polish and clean everything up. My fourth tip for you is about new flavors. And here's where you're probably cleaning up the foods that you're eating. Generally in January, people are going back to really clean palate profiles, but use the time to get comfortable again with smelling and flavors and challenge yourself to write a bit of a note. When I teach, I'll always ask students to write a note about their shampoo. Here's something you smell every single day, but maybe you haven't thought about what are the actual aromas within it. Sit down, close your eyes and just think about it. While you're not consuming any alcoholic beverages, it's a great time to re-engage your other senses. So take a look at different colors, take a look at the smells around you, smell the fruits, as you're cleaning up your diet, your body's also gonna be detoxing a bit and you may experience that flavors become more enlivened for you. It's a wonderful chance for you to really reset things, but also re-enliven your senses and start paying attention and making notes on items other than wine. You're going to be a better wine taster if you are more comfortable describing fruits, vegetables, aromas in your world. How you smell things, your sense of smell and your memory are really closely connected. If I say that this wine smells like my grandma's jam, for example, and you've never smelt it, you're not gonna know what that means. And so I need to use descriptors for you to involve everyone in the conversation. What does raspberry jam smell like to you? Obviously it smells like raspberries, but are there other flavors in there? Maybe there's a bit of cracked pepper. Maybe there's a bit of orange peel, depending on how people make the jam. There's lots of different ways that you can use this time to really get inspired about how to hone in on some of those senses and aromas, because as you continue with your wine education, you're going to be starting to think about what are the flavors and aromas in the wine that I'm enjoying. Great time to refocus on identifying those aromas and smells that you're working with. The next 
tip that I have for you is make a list about what you'd like to learn as you're setting intentions, if you're, or resolutions, if you're somebody who likes to do that during the new year, you're making a list of areas you'd like to travel or places you'd like to visit. Are some of those places, do they have wine styles or food styles that you could do a little bit of research on? It's a wonderful time to get inspired about not only being able to travel and visit those places, but by learning about the wine and food styles of those regions, you're going to have a better connection of the history, of the culture, of how how everything goes together. So when you do visit, you're going to feel not exactly like a local, but you're going to feel like you have a better understanding of the menus, the different wines they're going to serve you. Do they have a traditional cocktail? Definitely do a little bit of research. It's a great time to get inspired and make your list of the countries you really want to learn about. What do you want to be inspired about? You don't need to be on a plane to travel. We have access to videos and wonderful books. You can start cooking and looking at recipes about those areas you want to visit and start to experience some of the flavors right in your very own kitchen. And when dry January is over, in the glass as well. Great time to get inspired. Make a list of what you want to learn about, where you want to visit, and let's start connecting those food and wine dishes for you so that you start to get really inspired about everything that you can learn. On that same note, the next tip is going to be about plan some menus. You have your inventory that you've taken, you've gone through the house, you've found out everything that you have. And so now let's start planning some menus. You can plan menus around those areas that you know you want to visit or that you're inspired to learn more about. So you can start looking for menus that way. You can take a look at some wines that you have that you've discovered as you've done your inventory and say, hey, it looks like we have a bunch of Cabernets. What can we do? Can we do a whole menu and invite some people over and do meals just with different Cabernets? Cabernets from around the world. Maybe you want to set up a tasting. Do you have some wines that you could put together as a flight or a collection of wine styles to showcase with friends? A lot of times people hold onto wines too long. Most wines on the planet are ready to be consumed as soon as they go home with you. As you look at the wines that you have in store, know that most of those wine styles are going to be ready to be enjoyed as soon as you're ready to open them. A lot of times people take wines and they age them longer than they need to be. And definitely here, Google is your friend, or you can reach out and send an email if you have a wine you're wondering about, but when's the optimal time to enjoy that wine style? And there'll be lots of different ways, and we'll talk about aging wines in upcoming episodes, but what you're looking for is someone somewhere on the planet recently has enjoyed that wine. I will bet on it. And there'll be a note that's fairly recent that you can review about one of the wines that you have in your home. And by doing that, you're also going to pick up some of the flavors that came through on the person that tasted it. And that's going to help you create the menus. So remember when you're creating menus, we're looking for a synergy between the dish. Let's say if you have some Italian wines, then look at Italian menus. Remember what grows together, goes together. So if you do have wines from certain countries, maybe you haven't had a chance to try them before, it's a great time to find some recipes, some appetizers, some traditional dishes to be able to make those recipes and serve them with the wine. And I think you're going to find there's magic there aligned, but great time to start designing some menus, maybe putting some tasting flights together with the wines that you have and start thinking about how you want to enjoy those wines with family and friends. And if you want to host a 
dinner party or a cocktail party. Really great time to start planning the year ahead. You have lots of different flavors just waiting for you to uh, uncover them in this brand new year. And here we can start to make a plan. My last tip for you is use January to think of how you're going to challenge yourself and, and set some goals of what you want to learn about this year. Maybe you want to learn about three new grape varieties. Maybe you want to visit three different new wine stores. You probably have a favorite store. And so now is a great time to start planning out and getting excited about what would you like to learn about. Another fun idea is to get together with friends and much like we have book clubs, you could do a wine club where every month you try a new wine, for example, where you pick a wine and or a grape variety and everybody needs to get together and discuss a little bit about what they learned, some food styles, where it can be grown around the world. It's a lot of fun to just bring everybody together. Again, we want to break out of that wine rut. We want to use this time in January to reset and get inspired about new things to learn about, new grapes to try. And maybe it's as easy as pick a letter of the alphabet, flip a coin, whatever that letter is, research some grape varieties that start with it. That's how you're going to start your new January flavor adventure. So I hope that I have given you some fun tips and ideas of how you can embrace dry January if you're participating. If you're not participating, obviously these tips are here for you too. And they're here anytime you want to get re-inspired about your palate. Let's just recap real quick everything we covered. We talked about embrace the break. So use this time to reset your palate, but also great time to take a look at the wine styles you're always enjoying. Maybe you're in a bit of a wine rut and it's a great time to reset that so you can break out. The second one is take an inventory a list of everything that you have already in the home. You probably have some in the back of a cupboard or you've forgotten about. And so it's a great time to take an inventory, do a little bit of research on what you actually have available in your own home. The third one is give everything a good wash and sparkle. Take everything out of the closet in regards in the cupboards, in regards to your glassware, your decanters, your wine serving tools, give them all a clean, check for any cracks or damage and get rid of them. Maybe make an inventory if you have broken some glasses through the years and you'll be able to replenish those as well. But give everything a good polish and remember to use those glasses. They just don't have to be used for fancy occasion. The fourth tip for you was to dive into exploring your senses and getting re-inspired about what do things smell like around you. Write a note about your shampoo. Start thinking about different types of oranges, different types of lemons. Really embrace the different flavors that come together. So often we are going so fast we don't take a chance just to savor and fully embrace the different aromas and tastes around us. This is a really good time to just slow down. You'll be a better taster the more things you learn about and the more refined you become in being able to identify different flavors and aromas and sometimes we need to go outside of wine to be able to revisit it and feel really empowered and confident in our wine tasting skills. Smell all kinds of things. Embrace using your senses and reset. Then my next tip was about making a list of the places you want to visit or areas you'd like to learn about and by doing so you're going to be able to learn about the foods and wines from that area. So you start to make a plan and get excited about it. If you do want to travel in the new year, you're hoping to learn more about an area by connecting the foods and wines of that area. It's going to give you a whole new level of understanding of the culture and 
grace learning about different areas. My sixth tip was about planning some menus. You have your inventory, you know what you'd like to learn about. Bring those two together and start planning some menus or tastings with your family and friends and really pull those together and get excited about how you can empower yourself to create some really great experiences for other people. Something that you are passionate about is usually contagious and they're also going to get excited about what you're sharing with them. And my final tip is about how are you gonna challenge yourself? Are you a red wine drinker and you challenge yourself to try a new white wine every month? Are you going to do a bit of a book club, except instead of books, you're gonna be talking about a great variety with your friends. How are you going to inspire yourself to learn more and get excited about all that it has to offer? These are my tips for you so that dry January doesn't seem like something that you have to go through, but you can get excited about. How do you use this time to not only reset your palate, but reset your excitement for learning about wine? I think it's a wonderful opportunity. I hope I've inspired you and given you some tips on how you can use dry January and not think of it as something you have to get through or you're counting down days and it seems like the longest darkest month ever but this is a time that you can get excited about you have some actions that you can do but this time that you're taking a break can actually help build your confidence and help you become a better wine taster as well as always it has been wonderful to hang out with you if you're looking for more information about how you can learn more about wine with me head on over to wine girl academy you'll find lots of different information there and it has been my pleasure to hang out with you Happy New Year, and I'll look forward to hanging out with you again next week. So for now, cheers to you. Bye now.